0: Hey there. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. No, that that's fine. You're no, totally. I, I, I knew it was coming. I, I didn't realize it was like, you're going to be here right now, but it's no, please come in. Please come in. Feel welcome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're still going to do it. We're going to do it. You've already, you've already hit play. You already got your headphones in You already got your iPhone in that little baggie so it doesn't get um, (laughs) some sort of liquid or plasma on it in the shower. It's totally fine. You don't need to wait for me. I am here to pod for you. Um, Okay. So, yeah. And here we go. We're just going to go. We're just going to go. Because today on this podcast titled Five Songs...
1: Mm-hmm. Five songs Five. or less.
0: Mm-hmm. We are going to discuss a band I've introduced to Danny. All the way from Hungary and probably still there.
1: Thy Catafolk. I think I read that he uh, lives in Germany now. Where do you think Hungary is? Well, I, don't, I, I mean, people are hungry everywhere.
0: Ooh, was hoping we wouldn't do that pun. <laughs> really.
1: Right off the bat.
0: Really. Right off the bat. Seven across, five letters, (laughs) second letter is the number eight. Dante, please help me out. (laughs) Come on. Hi, Danny.
1: Hey, Dante. How are you? How are you? (laughs) I'm I'm doing just fine. I I heard you didn't sleep last night.
0: God damn it. Hold on. There's more beeping. (laughs) Beep. Beep. You could hear that pretty well. Beep. No, I couldn't. Oh, are you lying? Because that's the exact like tone <laughs> oh, really? and intervals Uh-oh. that I was dealing with. Uh, my vacuum is really struggling today. Your vacuum it's, beeps at you. It's getting old. It's like a it's like a pet that can't get around as well
1: anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, oh, I'm having trouble getting over the lip of this rug. Oh,
1: it's it's a little robo vac. Yes.
0: Okay. It was a stand-up bag that I just hit on and walked out of the room. Do your thing. Come on. I mean I I feel like if it if the vacuum's strong enough, it'll create like a vortex that just like kind of sucks all the air yeah, around yeah, exactly. the room. Um I slept a little bit. I, I, I got like maybe six hours, so it's not like I didn't sleep at all. Oh, okay. Um I was just up later than I had planned. Just having a brisk, like, four-hour phone conversation. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Was it a good
1: conversation?
0: You know, all things are good if viewed from the right perspective.
1: Sure. Okay. Well, I hope there's no trouble in paradise is what I'm getting
0: at. I am fucking done talking about Creeper. (laughs)
1: Cause if I, I know anything, there's no trouble in paradise.
0: I mean, if I'm in paradise, then I know I don't get out alive. Oh, for sure. uh, sharp eared losers who listened to our previous episode. <laughs> hey, I
1: listened to that yesterday,
0: Mm-hmm. and, and you got the reference immediately, <laughs> Danny. Hey, Dante. So I hear you replaced a toilet, I sure did. Tell me all about it. It's not that exciting. <laughs> well, you k- fucking brought it up.
1: <laughs> uh, Yesterday, you
0: were like, hey, here's the thing I'm going to talk about.
1: <laughs> the old toilet was very old. And it was leaking. And so instead of just trying to fix it, we bought a new toilet. And with uh, most things in life. Amanda wanted the most expensive toilet, so we bought a $340 toilet. The most expensive toilet that exists. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so what does this
0: $340 toilet do?
1: Uh, nothing that special. It's like, you know how the kind of like bottom back of a toilet, you can see like the veins, like crevices and stuff and you, you see like veins essentially of like yeah. where things go. It's all like flush instead. Okay. So like she wanted that toilet. kind of toilet. Yeah. It's like a space toilet. Uh, the whole like, for anyone who's ever installed a toilet before, if these bolts stick up and you put, put some, uh, some nuts on the bolts and it attaches it to the floor. Right. This kind of was totally different. Like you attach this plastic thing to the floor and then you put the toilet over it. And oh, it was weird. And it's got like a automatic cleaning thing in there. Like you put the little, you put a little puck, cleaning puck Mm -hmm. in there and it cleans it every time you flush. That's all toilets.
0: You can do that with any toilet. I know. know.
1: But it's got like a special little place for it, you know, so it it costs an extra $50 for the extra space. Jeez Um, Louise. Do you remember? What? Do
0: you remember when you... Your then girlfriend and I went to The Habit in Sacramento. Okay. And Not ringing a
1: bell yet? I
0: I I went to the bathroom and I and I, when I came out, I don't. I think I had maybe only recently learned that this was a thing, so it was very funny to me. And I came out <laughs> giggling because I had this like stupid thought in my head, and you asked me what. And I said that I had just upper decked the habit bathroom, <laughs> which of uh-huh. course I didn't. But I remember just the idea of that being so funny. And, and it was, just, you know, I was like, what, 18, 19? And so, like, I don't know how I missed the uh, the concept of an upper decker. All throughout my teen years. What a missed opportunity. Never I Never would have done it, but just to have known about it. Sure, sure, sure. And hanging out with the wrong crowd, man. I guess. We were I'm a lower hang deck out with bunch. Me and my
1: ex girlfriend at the habit. I
0: still hang out with one of you. Yeah. And I remember you really enjoying that just because you thought it was obviously a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. I do you not yeah. recall what the reaction of her was? I think that was the day we broke up. You thought that was funny, you thought that's you think that's funny. it's a they're trying to run a business. I have an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial an entrepreneurial spirit
1: uh, and they have it hard enough as it is, and then you
0: made fun of her speech impediment for a while <laughs> yep, yep here's a question okay I don't know I just I feel this is an okay thing to ask or answer. <laughs> Have you ever dated someone uh-huh. who had, um, what am I asking? Why am I asking this? <laughs> who had like a, uh, something like that, like like a speech impediment or um, like some sort of like, like tick or thing that mm-hmm. was like, obviously not like a defining quality about them, but like something like they would be very... Aware of, or everyone is aware that you know this is part of who they yeah. are.
1: Yeah, a a girl I dated for a couple of years, I guess she had a like a tick where she would like kind of do that, like hmm. jolt and blink. I I realize no one can know what I'm doing because it's silent. <laughs> is it is it because you kept going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kept, like, kept trying to make her flinch.
0: You kept going two for flinching? Yeah. (laughs) You wondered why she would do that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was just like this little flinch tick or whatever. And uh, I never knew why. Never asked because I'm a piece of shit. Was this a a young relationship? Uh, I was in my 20s. So, I mean. Yeah, sure. Kind of young and and stupid and asshole-ish as people are. Yeah, into their thirties
0: too. Uh huh. Uh-huh, At some time, uh-huh. less, yeah. less often. Yeah. But still.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm turning forty in a couple weeks. I'm still an asshole. So,
0: let's see what what day of the week is that? Let's pull up my calendar here. Let me go to my widgets. Uh huh. What's uh-huh. new in calendar? Yeah, I, I fucking never use this. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, do I remember what day Danny's birthday is? Let's see. Let's see. I I know. Okay, it is. Hmm. That's Grandma. That's Grandpa. Mm-hmm. That's Columbus Day and Indigenous People Day. There, there we go. There well, we go. Apple seems to think both are calendar-worthy. Election Day. Uh-oh. Do I not know about something?
1: <laughs> there is no election this, well, for me. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: Right it says national elections, which are held in even-numbered years— Programmers couldn't crack that code? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, this one just says, uh, your anniversary, maybe. <laughs> this one just says, oh, you got that thing today. <laughs> Don't forget. You're,
1: it's, it's a double digit date. Correct. I did say in a couple weeks, so that would put us in the double digits. Oh yeah, that is true.
0: <laughs> um I don't feel like it's that. It's it's a teen. It is a teen. It is the
1: fifteenth. Wrong. No, it is it not is the. Th- it is the same date as an ex girlfriend of yours. Not that that would possibly help. <laughs> oh boy, I. Can confirm
0: it does not. <laughs> I'm guessing uh, uh, her 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 uh, initials are a real motherfucker.
1: Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, fucking
0: food oh boy. <laughs> um, it's not the same as my dad's. It's uh-huh. not the same as my grandfather's. Okay. So I can rule out those two. It is the
1: 12th. Uh, colder. It is the 19th. Cold. Colder still. You were pretty warm with the fifteenth, buddy. You were. This is the fourteenth. Toasty. There you go. October fourteenth. New event. Add location. Uh, crotch.
0: <laughs> I don't know. When? Where? Where do birthdays happen? Where? Where do they emanate if not from the loins? Yeah, it's true. Ends never. Never. Travel time. <laughs> Alert the police. <laughs> Okay. Close that, Callie. So you're right after my
1: dad. All right. What's your dad's oh. birthday then? The 13th? Yeah. Oh, okay. I. It could have been the 12th. It's still right after, after. Your dad's.
0: I wouldn't say that's right after.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: Mm. Did you ever read The World Without Us, that book? It starts with a tiny, tiny, very minute hole in the top of a barn. Ooh, but once a little moisture gets in, that barn is collapsing, sure. overrun by vegetation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, smells like a greenhouse, all musty. If you ever start a sentence talking to me and you say, did you ever read? You can probably just stop the sentence right there.
0: We were on a bus ride. We left Friday early afternoon and got back uh, late Saturday night. In that time, I had a player read... Two and a half books. Wow. And they weren't, like, extremely long bus rides. <laughs> sure, it sure. was may- total, maybe, like, total, like, 11 hours, which, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of a lot, but... It's a but little, Yeah, it's a lot. Not, like, these are, like, novels and not, like... Not, like, Goosebumps? Know, 200. <laughs> no. No. And, I mean, yeah, the Choose Your Own Adventure would probably go even quicker because you skip a lot of it. Sure, sure, sure. Did we... Did we so the toilet that you're it went successful.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I had my dad come over to help me with one part because uh getting the tank attached was was kind of difficult. But here's something I wanted to ask you last time we recorded, but um we got away with some other banter. Were you ever into the Matrix, Dante? Were you a Matrix kid?
0: Um, I mean I will say the first movie like kind of really did blow my mind in that obnoxious way that uh-huh. people talk about. Um but like I didn't care about the sequels. Okay. Um in fact, I, I don't even know if I've ever seen the third. I'm like, pretty sure I haven't.
1: I th- all the way through. You might have seen the second. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of the first. You didn't you never started dressing like that or or anything. <laughs>
0: no. No, I did not. Um, I did though for a while, see everything and just like green and black numbers. Sure, sure, sure.
1: Yeah. Did you watch the trailer for the new one?
0: Yes, I think I did. And it clearly (laughs) left an impression. Yes. Yes.
1: I, I I will admit it looks more, much more interesting than any of the previous three to me. Yeah. Uh, I was never into it. And Amanda was talking about how she was so into it and she thought they looked so cool. with uh, their black leather and stuff, and I'm just like... Even oh, back,
0: like, 20 years ago, she felt like this. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: I, even back then, I just thought they looked so stupid. Really? Like th- the sunglasses and the, the leather, and it, I just couldn't stand it.
0: Yeah, but that fucking uh, Rage Against the Machine song at the very
1: end? I mean, Ooh. sure. You put rage on pretty much anything. <laughs> Put, like, bulls on the parade at the at, uh, end of the notebook or something.
0: Wow, somebody's dying, I, I think.
1: <laughs> when you said wow, it sounded like wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> Somebody's dying.
0: <laughs> Is that your Zack De La Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's my, uh oh, God, who's the fucking actor? Ryan Gosling doing... Zach De La Roca. I,
0: I can't even imagine what a Ryan Gosling impression would be. Like his voice is not like his calling card or whatever. <laughs> sure, like, sure, sure. Like I just I just mean he doesn't have a distinctive sounding voice. So, but like I'm thinking of yeah Ryan Gosling doing Zach De La Roca. <laughs> Like
1: rally around your. F- See, I don't know what his voice sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mean, I'm sure there's very specific things that he does, but I can't I can't think of them.
0: I don't know, man. He he gets into his characters. He's he's very he's very method. So he maybe would do a uh, a very impressive <laughs> and offensive Zach Taylor. Yeah, okay.
1: He'd be like Robert Downey Jr. in uh, uh, in
0: that completely unfunny movie. In that movie <laughs> was mov- funny. Movie completely void of laughs. You are insane. One of the most overrated movies
1: uh, in history. It might be slightly overrated, but I think it's very funny.
0: I remember I went to that movie. I laughed once or twice in the beginning when they do the like three consecutive movie trailer things. fake trailers. And those were fake? (laughs) They were fake. And then the rest of the movie, I could not believe how unfunny it was. Oh my goodness. Like everything was just so obvious and I just, I felt like I saw every gag coming from a mile away it just, and it was that movie. Everyone, oh, and this, this is the funniest movie in decades. Funniest movie of the year, uh, and I was not alone on this. I I went with someone, and we walked out, and we were like, "So that was bad, right?" Hmm. And we're like, "Yeah, that was awful."
1: You One obviously the, didn't go with me.
0: Uh, shit, I think you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'll definitely say I think it looks it looks pretty good. Although it might just be, I kind of love Keanu these days.
0: Yeah, who? Hey, who's playing uh,
1: Morpheus? Uh, not the guy who played it before.
0: Also, is that Morpheus?
1: I'm not sure. It might be like you know. I
0: I know it's not Tank or Dozier. <laughs> Dozer, Dozier, Dozer, Dozer, like a bulldozer. Sure. I had to talk this one out. No, <laughs> n-
1: n- not Zer, Zer. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. I haven't seen the movie, so.
0: I just, I, I don't think I recognize that guy. Uh, what is this one called? Matrix what? Matrix. Uh, Matrix. F- oh, four. Cool. Okay. 20 years later. <laughs> Resurrections. It is uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen Second plays Morpheus.
1: Okay. Maybe it's like a bizarro universe, Morpheus. A I mean, variant, it's, it's- if you're uh, into... What's that show called that I like? Uh, Everything Marvel. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Everything's coming up, Marvel. <laughs> the marvelous Mrs. Morpheus. Oh. Also, it's Miss. I'm sorry. Yeah, I liked that show. Did you watch that show? Did not. I have a re. I have real trouble watching, and I understand the show is like good, so it probably be good at this, but I have real trouble watching fictional. Stand-up.
1: Mm, okay. okay. Like sure, fictional comedy. Sure. Or
0: even like anything in a fictional comedy world. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of problems with this show. This is another thing that I think is way overrated and will get me in trouble. I think 30 Rock
1: stinks. What? I don't get it. That. This, that- this is our last episode of Five Songs or Less. Because I can't work with this comedy snob. <laughs>
0: Well, no, but here's the thing: I think comedy snobs love Thirty Rock. I mean, Thirty Rock's beloved, Yeah, and yeah. there's something. And I like Tina Fey, but there is something about Tina Fey's very like set them up, knock them down, like joke writing style, uh-huh. or the the pacing of the shows. Which I mean, I guess I like like fast paced There's a lot of jokes in there, but it's also, uh, um. And I guess to her credit, like meticulously crafted and, you know, but it just, fe- it, I don't know, something about it just like feels wrong to me. Um And it just, look, it, it's just, I don't know. It, I, something I, about I'm, your opinion I'm,
1: feels wrong? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah. But uh wait, how did this come up? Oh, but yeah, because so 30 Rock is in that like fake comedy world. I don't want to see the Joker. I mean, for a few reasons, well, but one yeah, of them—fuck that movie. Um, one of them is that I I get such secondhand embarrassment from watching fake comedians bomb in movies or TV yeah. shows. So, like, if you um, ever watch
1: an episode of Seinfeld, do you just like fast forward through the little intro thing every time? Well, no,
0: because that's <laughs> Seinfeld's material. <laughs> like, and it's only for. Fifteen seconds. Sure, sure. You know, can handle it. I can. <clears throat>
1: what was the? Um, um, oh, what was the Adam Sandler movie where he was like a wash up comedian and funny people? Funny people. Yeah. What about that?
0: I mean, it it had my favorite comedian in it, Randy. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! That's the weird. Aziz, the Aziz Ansari character, <laughs> who was supposed to be an annoying, unfunny character. Uh huh. Probably the funniest
1: thing about that movie.
0: And all Aziz Ansari did was, uh, I believe, his own material just slightly more energetic. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, that guy sucks and is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I remember watching that movie. uh, Boy, that was like 10 years ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I think I I watched that very drunk on the couch in my parents' house like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. At, like, from, like, 2 to 4 (laughs) a.m. No, that's not right. Probably, like, 2 to 5 (laughs) a.m. It's a long-ass movie.
1: Man, I didn't realize you were so, uh, opinionated about the comedy.
0: Um, yeah, I guess I'm discerning. Yeah. In my tastes. Yeah. I am a bit of a comedy normie these days. Oh, speaking of, uh rest in peace comedy Normie McDonald. Oh. Normie McDonald. Fuck, I fucked it up. Normie McDonald. <laughs> he would have hated that. He hated he hated like wordplay and cleverness and all that. You you're, hey, just uh why don't you... I can't do a Normie McDonald. I <laughs> anyway, just uh, you just tell a joke, huh? I don't know. That was better. Yeah, a little bit. Keep working on it. We'll try again next week. Yeah, now now is the time to really work. out. Well, hey, I mean, someone's got
1: to fill that void. Yeah, yeah, somebody's got to somebody's got to play him in the biopic.
0: Yeah, could be you. <laughs> who would play? First of all, who would uh, write or produce a Norm McDonald
1: biopic? I mean, it's got to be someone from the SNL camp. Yeah, like Sandler and
0: Spade. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be like they're, uh, they're good filmmakers. What is the movie that they made with uh, the... Grown-ups? Yes. It would be like that. Let's... Okay. Right now. Right now. Overrated, underrated, whatever, whatever. You know the drill. Uh, SNL alum... Alums. Alumni.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So you're really like putting me to the test after I was like, "Mm, no, these things aren't funny. Uh,
1: Actually. uh,
0: Okay. (sighs) Overrated. Legally obligated uh, to pick a white male, which isn't (laughs) hard because that's been 90% of. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Who do I feel is overrated?
1: Let's start easy. Let's go with a favorite. Okay. No, that's not how it fucking works. You you go in order. Just because you stole it from another podcast doesn't mean we need to do it exactly as they do it. Did we start with overrated on the Star Wars yes.
0: one? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I, I I I asked you one at a time. Okay. Um, so are we going are we going back and forth here? No, no,
1: we're just doing you.
0: Oh man. Um. Okay. 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 Oh. Oh. Overrated. Oh wait. No. I I want to save that for. Oh boy. Ooh. <laughs> I want to do the same one for two of. these. Oh yeah. Sure. Um. Uh, um, okay, overrated. It can be someone I still like, but I just think maybe isn't. Sure, uh, sure. Overrated. Fred Armisen. Sure. Yeah. I think he was, people thought he was like kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And so that m- made him seem more interesting than he actually was. Um, I do not think he's funny. And he he did a thing for Netflix, I believe. It was like stand up for drummers. Oh yeah. Was I did not like, watch that, but
1: I've seen him do something similar by, live uh, at that Bridgetown thing a few years ago. He I don't know how that
0: was, but I've seen him it's do okay. it, I think, once on a late night talk show. Mm-hmm. Um and then like ten minutes of this special, and uh he forgot to put in jokes. <laughs> <laughs> His whole thing is like, and then and then and then it's just like and that's just like it, you know, and then it's just like, right? And, you know, and it, um, I get that that's kind of his
1: thing. Maybe, maybe you're just not a drummer, Dante. His joke's for drummers.
0: That's fine. And he's not a comedian. <laughs> he's he's not funny. Um, and this is not even to mention the thing I'm about to mention, uh-huh. uh, which is that he's reportedly a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Fred Armisen, very overrated.
1: Okay. okay, Overrated, Underrated.
0: Underrated. I don't know. I'm 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 realizing I'm probably going to say all white men for all four of my answers. Mm-hmm. M- my the reason I'm sort of trying to uh, let that uh, be okay is because two of them uh, I don't like. Right? Sure, two of, sure. of these categories are negative. I I. There, but there's two guys that I like. Fucking have to mention that I love, and I'm trying to figure out which one is underrated and which one is. Boy, no, but see, I, I don't think he's underrated. Shit. Okay. Um, honorable mention, he won't be an official okay. Okay. Uh, re- recognized member of any of these categories. Um, Bill Hader, I'm sorry, I love you, but there's not room for you in any of these categories. Mm. I'm sorry, mm. my friend, because you're not underrated. I think everybody loves you and rates you very highly. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, here we go. Underrated, the king of underrated, the king of cult sketches, mm-hmm. and currently one cult movie. Okay. Will Forte. Sure. Love me some Will Forte. Definitely. Uh, ev- everybody who's a, a comedy snob loves McGruber, rightfully. Will Forte was known for getting the the ten to one sketches where it's like the last sketch of the night, and so it's just some weird ass thing <laughs> where he's eating potato chips, um, and you know, just being really, really Will Forte ish. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, love Will Forte. That and see, Will Forte and Fred Armisen are a really good kind of like two ends of the spectrum of like when how weird can be mm-hmm. very off-putting and unfunny yeah. and how weird can be very charming Absolutely. and funny. Love you, Will Forte. You, you could have been, easily you could have been favorite. Um, over a dozen or okay, favorite. Staying on the positive track, favorite. I just, I, I want to give this guy a hug. He's always, he always makes me smile when I see him in anything Mm -hmm. Um, there's a 10 second clip from a not very good movie made by a fellow SNL cast member Taron Killam Mm -hmm. Uh, the movie is called killing Gunther but um, there's a karaoke sing Hmm. karaoke scene sure also sing (laughs) yeah yeah where I cannot stop smiling ear to ear because of the one and only Bobby Moynihan oh I love Bobby Moynihan um, Interesting. He, huge, huge, huge SNL fan growing up, and he basically had to like pinch himself every day that he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved the experience. I, I'm sorry his his uh, network TV show didn't work out after he left. I I hope he gets on on something that like really lets him mm-hmm. showcase his talents. Um, he's great. He's he's obviously like never gonna be you know a star. Sure, but sure, sure. He makes. Everything better. He's so funny. Yeah, Bobby Moynihan. Love the guy. Okay. All right. Least favorite. Least favorite. Also the most overrated. Okay. (laughs) Also probably a piece of shit. Okay. Um, Actually, this is on... I just read an article yesterday about how... Who was it? Um, Allegations against Horatio Sands um, for back when he was a cast member... Uh, real fun conversation this game turned I know. into, I'm sorry, um, how he essentially groomed and I, I, I don't remember exactly what the allegations were, um, coerced or mm-hmm. harassed or mm-hmm. abused a, a girl who I believe they met when she was 15 mm-hmm. at like, he he like invited her to an after party like from an SNL like forum mm-hmm. that I guess some of the cast members Um, read or maybe even actively participated in. And apparently, you know, some other people in the cast or writing staff or whatever, like knew she was there and too young and still drinking Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Um, And one of the people who supposedly knew and had conversations with her was most overrated, talentless, just nothing person, all... All just stupid charm. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, right. I forgot you that guy. He sucks so much. And if what a deal breaker if someone were to tell me that they're a Jimmy Fallon fan. (laughs) Uh, Can't imagine having respect for that person. Uh, Don Rickles reportedly said that uh, he told someone that he, like, wouldn't go on Jimmy Fallon's show and he was asked why and he said, because I don't know how to play ping pong. (laughs) Just because all that show is, it's like, ooh, look, celebrities are playing games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just dumb shit like that. Uh, Feel bad for the roots (laughs) that they have to put up with that shit. I was hoping that time he like drunkenly fell and like twisted his finger or whatever that like somehow that would be fatal. But (laughs) yeah.
1: All right. Good job. So you you, yeah, you happy with that game? <laughs> it was
0: it was much more fun when it was you talking about Star Wars I characters. Me getting my nerd goggles on? There's no, but here's the thing, there's nothing fun about comedy. Like comedy is m- like a miserable art form mm-hmm. by mostly for miserable people. Yeah. At least most of the good stuff. Sure. Like for at, like so you know there's been all this stuff about John Mulaney for about the past year. Yeah. yeah. He Lots he of stuff. uh Sadly, fell off the wagon. It's off, right? You get off. (laughs) When you're on the wagon, things are good. Yep. Right. Um, Fell off the wagon, went back to rehab, got divorced, got married, Mm -hmm. uh, is now having a child. And I read these things, like mostly on Twitter, not like people are writing like long essays on this, but like, oh, John Mulaney was so like funny and like put together and stuff like this. And I'm like, I've been a fan of this guy for, you know, 15 years or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, no one could tell this guy was an absolute wreck, <laughs> you know? And, like, I mean, he was obviously, like, very functional and very successful. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, I mean, he talks about being a uh, an addict at a very young age and having to, like, quit drugs and alcohol in his, like, very early 20s. Yeah. You're like but but a guy kinda looks like a sweet boy and wears a suit on stage, they're like, How can this be? He's delightful. And it's and it's like, oh, and also it's like he's so nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think a lot of that is to do with delivery. Sure. He is, and in a way that I really enjoy, one of the like like he will like cut any of you with a knife with his words. <laughs> he is a mean person. And I say that with like love yeah. and respect. Yeah. But, like, all these people are, like, just so, like, stupid and duped by uh, appearances and, you know, tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, anyway, there's no, any good comedy, for the most part, is probably made by someone who's miserable and will make you miserable if you knew them personally. (laughs) sure, sure. (laughs) Let's talk about music. All right. Did you, you were a child of the early 80s? I was. Did you play any late 80s computer games? A little bit.
1: W- what kind of games? Um, let's see, what did we have? I played Wolfenstein 3D, I played uh, Police Quest, although I was very, very bad at it because I was very young for this kind of thing. That we had like some flight simulator, it was very like. You know how, like, Star Fox is very, like, blocky and kind of pixely or whatever? Mm-hmm. It was worse than that.
0: Well, sure. I mean, Star Fox was late 90s. Yeah, yeah.
1: But do you, you remember, why do you ask? Do you remember
0: any of the music? Does the music of those games stand out to you at all? I don't remember it whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you had a different experience than Tomasz okay the... Oh, basically, soul member, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. soul soul creator and writer. Yeah. uh behind thy Catafolk, which I have to look at intently mm-hmm. every time I try to say it. He he said he first started like loving music or thinking of music in like as maybe kind of a creative endeavor, um, or just maybe got into music mm-hmm. through late '80s computer games. Yeah, which I think is. And a very interesting origin. Yeah, for sure.
1: D- do you have any idea which games or anything like that? Do you have you read any of that, or has he said any? It was just the. I think it was all like the Leisure Suit Larry games. Oh, right, right. Yes, early '80s or late '80s. I mean, Leisure no, shooting. I have no idea. I, <laughs> I don't know. He he did not mention them in the interview. He he seems very like he he keeps his cards close to his chest. I guess I, I might be using that that phrase correctly. Um, I think so. But he, in the, I I listened to a podcast, I watched an interview that you sent me, and then I was watching a little bit of an interview this morning. He's very like, he's very humble about his music. Yes. But he's also very, like he doesn't reveal much at all about, like he did talk about the computer games thing. I do remember that and something that I watched over the last couple weeks. But... (laughs) I was, okay, I'll finish what I'm saying. Then I'll tell you, but yeah, he, he exactly like you're doing. Like I can't see what's on the other side of those magic cards because you're holding them so close to your chest. Uh, And I I think he does the same thing And it. It's, I kind of like that. Um, I was on Amazon. I needed to order some uh, command strip sticky things because we were out of the sticky things, but we have a bunch of the clips and so you could order a refill on Amazon of like 60 of them or some, some shit like that. And it was same day shipping, but you had to spend $35. And so I was looking through other things to buy with same day shipping. And there was a, a box of magic cards. And I was, I considered it. I was pretty close <laughs> to buying them. I,
0: I told you. Oh,
1: this was my other banter. Uh, and instead, I bought a um, Hamilton Beach breakfast sandwich maker. <sighs> which I tried this morning and I will be promptly returning because it is oh, a piece of
0: shit. Well, then that'll free up some funds for the magic cards you should have gotten in the first place. Fun. I My thought first- you were going to say, and instead I bought a Hamilton soundtrack or something <laughs> like that. And I was about to leave. <laughs> uh, I do thoroughly enjoy the Hamilton soundtrack. So. Um, n- noted comedy fan, lin Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. not based on his creative in Denver in in he, Denvers. He he creates anything. In anything he creates a mile high. This is not about that. <laughs> Just as a personality, uh huh. Overrated.
1: I get it. I get it. I agree. But uh there are songs in Hamilton that make me cry. Uh the soundtrack to Moana is amazing. And I do like
0: shiny, which he has nothing to do with as far as I'm concerned. Okay. That's the, uh, oh, the, right, the right, right, right. Clement's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. song. There was a, no, there was other good songs in that. I, oh, yeah. I, I saw song, it once right? and I slept through half of it cause it was on a bus ride. Sure. Sure. Sure.
1: Uh, in the Heights, uh, I don't know. Maybe the play was better. The movie was not good. That was the first movie we watched. I sent you a picture of that actually. Um, because we had it pause. It was the first uh, movie we watched in this new house, and we ordered a big thing of uh, nachos from oh, Taco Bell. Oh, I the remember that in the background. Sure. What's up, that movie? And it said like "Blessed" on the guy's t-shirt. Of course. Yes. Uh, anyway, what what the fuck was I talking about before that?
0: Uh, Hamilton breakfast sandwich.
1: Bre- oh, breakfast sandwich. So I bought this fucking Hamilton Beach breakfast sandwich maker. Uh, when I was, uh, when I first moved back to Sacramento and I moved in with Cody, uh, and my ex-girlfriend in this apartment, uh, it was
0: weird that you moved in with your ex-girlfriend.
1: Well, you know, we were st- still friends. <laughs>
0: oh, wait a minute. She, no, no, she no, no, was
1: no. your ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. I'm just ruining your joke. No, no, no. It's, it's it barely w- a it joke. It was ruined to begin with.
0: That was a, that was a Fred Armisen level <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> As in my, my joke should have been, uh, jailed for, <laughs> uh,
1: we had this toaster and it, uh, you, you know, it had the toaster part, but on the side it had a little part where you put some water and then it's got a little tray and you pour your egg in there. You crack your egg in there. Yeah. And then, uh, it's got a little tray above that where you put your, you know, whatever, uh, meat you want to put on there or whatever. W- what's the water for? It boils and it cooks the egg.
0: So you're not like cracking an egg in water?
1: No, no, no. You you put the water below and then there's a tray. And you crack your uh-huh. egg in that little tray. And then there's okay. another tray where you put your meat or whatever.
0: Uh, that's a very interesting way to cook an egg. Like why not just have some sort
1: of heating element? I don't know. It worked wonders though. It was great. I okay. loved it. Um, but that is long gone. That was quite a long time ago. And so uh, I was looking for something on Amazon, and I was like, "Oh shit, breakfast sandwich maker. I'm gonna buy this one." Completely different. you it looks like a um, like a waffle maker, you know, you kind of open it up and close it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing about it is uh, you where you put the egg, you put the egg in there, or in this case, I, I bought some uh, f- uh, vegan egg stuff to try out because I had never tried it before and I heard it was good. vegan. But, No, it's called Just Egg. But vegan would be a good name for it. Uh, So I put some of that in there. And you just take your your English muffin and in the instructions, it says to just set it on top of the raw egg while it cooks. There's... What? Yes. Yes. That is what you are told to do in these instructions. No offense, but you might want to have Amanda like... no. I, I Look it over. looked at it multiple times. I went on Amazon and looked at the reviews and the main complaint, aside from it being really hard to clean, uh, was that the English muffin or whatever your, your bread substance is, is cooked really well on the outside, but it's very soggy in the middle because you're putting it on top of liquid. That is very, that seems unhealthy, like unsafe. Yeah, it does. So one review, uh, it was this long review, uh, talking about all the different issues with it. And he's like, it's it's faster and easier to clean up for me to just do this on my stove. Sure. Because he's got like a little silicon egg thingy, you know, that you put on there and he can cook his little sausage or whatever in the same same frying pan. And then he just, uh, and he said he likes it on a bagel and he can't fit a bagel in this thing because it's too small. It's only an English muffin sandwich maker. It's pretty much made for an English muffin. Yeah.
0: That's Horseshit. Yeah,
1: so um, I I guess I'll clean it, but I'm going to return it. Part of me wants to not clean it and return it, but
0: no, nah, yeah, just yeah. A- Amazon workers have it too good. <laughs> they do. They have it way too good. <laughs> all right, um, this this should just be an all banter episode. I mean. We we need, like, it'd be really nice to just, yeah, buffer out, like, another week. Uh, Gavin, um,
1: a.k.a. Joshua, said he really lo- enjoys our banter, so shout out to him. Aww. Whatever shout his name is. Shout out to
0: Joshua, who <laughs> we both, <laughs> he's called Gavin. I mean, granted, that's his handle, yeah, right? Yeah. Part uh, of his... Do we know what that's from? Nope. Joshua.
1: Tell Danny what that's. <laughs> w- what's behind uh, Danger? Gavin. We'll come up with a, a nickname for him that that somehow combines Joshua and Gavin, but I don't know what yet. We call him Rossdale. Let's just call him Rossdale. Where I was somewhere recently, and oh, I was at a pizza place recently with the fam, mm-hmm. and uh, a bush song came on, and God damn, that band is good, or was good.
0: Th- yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, about
0: half of Sixteen Stone is really good. Okay. I don't they, know anything
1: about the full albums. I've never listened to a full Bush album before. I'm talking all, about the all, singles. All that. Yeah. All the hits are good. Yes.
0: Come down, Machine Head. It was. Com, it was Glycerin. Come Down. Yes, that was yeah. the song that was on.
1: Machine Head is great. I don't know. Other songs are great. I can't think of the names of any right now. I mean,
0: Glycerin was the Ooh, huge Glycerin. one. It's the with the violins. Um, that was my first concert. Fucking, it was
1: Bush and Goo Goo Dolls.
0: Wow. At the fucking naked. Naked still rules.
1: Is that a Goo Goo Dolls thing? That's
0: that's yeah. That's on the same. That's from a, off a boy named Goo, I believe, '93, and it's the same album with um, Name. Mm-hmm. So Naked got overshadowed by Name. Name's a good song. It is, but like for me, like I have to be in the mood mm-hmm. for that. Naked is, like, just, like, this kind of, like, I don't know. It doesn't sound like they're other big hits because they kind mm. of leaned into the, like, ballad we are going to we're-gonna-be-your-girlfriend's-favorite-band yeah, yeah, yeah. type sure. of thing. Your mom's um, favorite band.
1: What's that? Your mom's favorite band. Fucking fuck you, man. Your mom's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we Uh I watched them from, from the balcony. We... We uh, went into the "quote unquote" pit for whoever the opening band was. Went up to the balcony and watched Foo, Foo Fighters. Guga dolls from the balcony, and then went down, back down to watch Bush. Uh, oh, since we're this is apparently just a banter episode. What was your first concert, Dante? I
0: believe. Who oh boy? So my dad took me. Okay. My first two concerts, so one was my, just me and my dad, mm-hmm. and it was a very dad concert. Sure, sure. Which is, and two artists he didn't even really like, love, but we'll get to it in a second. Okay. My second concert uh, with my family, a very family concert, okay. both at the same venue. Are you familiar okay. with the Concord Pavilion?
1: I've never been, but I'm familiar, yes.
0: First concert, Opener. This sucks. Just saying wait. this is just saying this is going to fuck up my YouTube algorithm. I don't know. <laughs> First concert. Opener Dream Theater. Nice. Headliner. Joe Satriani. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't really remember. How old any- were you? Or, like, do you know what grade you were in or anything like that? Um,
0: thanks for giving me options of how to answer this. Um, <laughs> 10, 11, maybe, okay. something okay. like that. I think I had maybe had a guitar at that point, or maybe a year or two mm-hmm. prior I had, mm-hmm. like, taken some guitar lessons. But I wasn't, like, you know, actively, like, pursuing music or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I think my dad goes, well, from what I understand, objectively, this guy's a great guitar player like yeah 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 it doesn't m- matter that all of his songs are like boring as shit <laughs> if you don't go oh my god he he like went to the like you know the the hidden ninth on that court or whatever like fucking, yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. but like i mean i think i enjoyed it fine and i think i, I walked away. also going, like,
1: like i'm not gonna ask my son what kind of concert he would want to go to i'm just gonna make an assumption about guitar playing and
0: yeah i mean i think i would probably do the same thing i think yeah i mean If you asked Han right now, hey, Han, what concert do you want to go see? I mean, what is he going to
1: say? He's going to want to see any of the musicians that are making the music on his Bendy playlist. What's Bendy? Bendy is a a game. Okay.
0: Uh, See, I was going to say maybe it's like a Minecraft thing. Yeah, yeah. Or if it was
1: a Minecraft music thing, he would be into that. I have taken him him to a couple things.
0: What have you taken him to?
1: I took him to see uh, some friends play at a record store, uh, which he was was not interested in. Anyone I know? Um, I don't think so. Uh, It was uh, my friend Ben uh, of the band Demos, although they're not a band anymore. You've mentioned them before. I I believe I have, yes. Um, No, you have. I believe I have, yeah. I believe in you too. Uh, and then, oh shit! What is Matt's band called? Coast Office. But they played, and, and yeah, it was fun. It was more fun for me. Han did some dancing though, and I think I have a video of that. So that was pretty cool.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. Oh, speaking of dancing and my dad, Uh-oh. this is this is one of my my uh, go-to stories. <laughs> Let's see, Ted Lasso, top of this. <laughs> I must have been, like, five years old. Mm -hmm. I had, so that would have been 93, 92, 93, Mm -hmm. around there. I had an MC Hammer, like, doll, essentially.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I I don't remember how mobile it was. if like, the shoulders rotated or whatever. (laughs) And I believe it came with a cassette sure maybe sure. these two things were purchased for me
1: separately i could see it being a package deal yeah
0: and boy did i love just absolutely spazzing out sure to uh can't touch this uh-huh, uh-huh. i remember w- one night uh running into my dad's room he's probably just like watching tv or something and going like dad 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 you got to come watch me dance. <laughs> so I run back to to my bedroom, uh, which it's crazy now because it was so small. How did mm-hmm. I have room to break dance? And I'm like full, like sprawled out on the floor. Like, sure, sure. I'm, I, I don't know it, but I think I'm like trying to break dance. <laughs> so I think like, my dad comes and I think he just like sits on my bed and uh, unenthused. Sure, yes. I know, I know exactly what he's feeling. I think you would probably handle this differently, though. <laughs> maybe because what happens is I am so locked into this dance uh-huh. that I just—I maybe my eyes are closed, or I'm just like making sure I'm—I'm I'm technically hitting all the moves just right. Sure, sure. And after a little bit, I go to look up at my dad, and he's gone. Gone. <laughs> 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 So if anybody is wondering why I am the way I am, <laughs> I think this is where we start. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was the beginning of it.
0: The I don't know how many memories you have from like oh, five man. or younger. Uh I don't have many.
1: Not a, not a ton, yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure all of them are bad. Not in like a, <laughs> right. Not in like an abuse kind of way, but the yeah. Wait. Did I just, uh, like, tell a tale of abuse? No, 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 not at all. I'm just saying, like... It was, like,
0: neglect, maybe, or yeah, Maybe, just, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah um, not being interested in your children. I relate. Um.
0: <laughs> what's, uh... Yeah, maybe not withholding love, just not having it. You, <laughs> he wasn't withholding it. It was just...
1: It just wasn't there.
0: Yeah, it was just barren. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's gonna stick with me. I gotta tell my dad that someday.
1: Uh, a second concert.
0: Oh, yeah. So second concert was with uh, both parents <laughs> and fam. my my sister. We're probably... I think I was in... S- I must have been seventh grade, mm-hmm. which seems late for only a second concert. Um, it, well, actually, so I take this back. This might have been the third concert. I do remember one time out where I lived in the suburbs of the Bay Area, mm-hmm. Brentwood, California, had the Corn the Fest. Oh, like, you
1: you've know. told me about this. With uh,
0: Earth, Wind & Fire... Not nearly that cool. Okay. I saw I saw two bands there. Oh, I can't remember if it was the same year. I, I uh-huh. can't imagine it was the same year. They couldn't okay. afford it. One year was Blue Oyster Coal. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the parent and episode I, I, that has not been released. We talk about that. Oh, geez. <laughs> we need to release that soon.
1: Yeah.
0: Because, um, yeah. N- I mean, now would be the time because in a month, I'll have a lot more time to record. Sure. But... um. Yeah, Blue Easter. And I was probably actually like 13, 14, maybe when that came out. Okay. Or when that concert happened. <laughs> but previous to that, maybe like sixth, seventh grade. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Probably like fifth. Okay. So I'm probably like, again, this is probably like the 10 or 11 realm. I'm at Cornfest with my friend Michael Goldblatt, Mikey Goldblatt, and his dad. And I remember being like, I really cannot wait to get home, uh, but I have to wait for this Tower of Power show to oh, be over.
1: that's what it was. Okay.
0: And that was rough. But, okay, the fam was uh, again at the Conqueror Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We saw the Blue Man Group. Oh, nice. Okay. Which, you know, I, I think I'm happy to have sure. had seen that Is and had, that, had that Especially experience. at
1: that, like a younger age.
0: But I was never a kid that would let myself like really like get like lost in the Mm -hmm. moment or get caught up. I was always very self-conscious about like how I'm reacting to things. (laughs) I wonder why. It all
1: stemmed from your dad leaving the room when you were dancing.
0: (laughs) That was probably the end of my like outward artistic creativity. It was like, oh, anything I do is going to be pretty internal, pretty (laughs) subdued, I think. I think that's the way to go from here because i remember walking back to our car after that still daylight yeah yeah and and being and again this is 7th grade so i'm i'm thinking i'm having like grander ideas than i actually am capable of at the time of course but I, I remember thinking and saying this like that concert was about how to i don't remember the like exact wording i used but essentially it was i probably said it more articulate back then <laughs> <laughs> it was like how to like best like brainwash people because it's a lot of it's about like crowd interaction and like oh, okay. clap your hands here do this do that sure, you know sure, that sure. sort of stuff and because it's it's for kids and yeah. morons yeah but i i remember always having to do that i couldn't just like a thing i had to be like but this is also kind yeah, of silly you or you know try to like
1: about it kind of oh
0: uh, yeah it started started young man <laughs> anyway so we, we about to get to wrap S- this up
1: yeah speaking of things you like I assume. Yeah. The Catafolk? catafolk okay I don't know.
0: The catafolk
1: Yeah, man. Did you like it? Well, let's introduce our first track and I'll talk about it.
0: Okay. Um, oh, by the way, I know this was an off-air conversation, but I want to say thank you for um, demanding that you introduce all of the song names for this
1: episode. <laughs> okay. Yes, that was an off-air phone call. I called you, which I never do. Yeah. I I called you. We
0: FaceTimed a few times, but never just a straight like business call. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So first up
0: is 2021 single... Erdgeist? Sure. I probably would go... I'd probably overdo it in an obnoxious way and be like, Erdgeist. 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 Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So we're starting off on a low point. Not super. In- it's not bad. That's the thing, though. All right. Second song. <laughs> uh, so I'm still not that into black metal. Like, I think it's it's good. Uh, I'm mostly impressed on this song with the fact that these drums are programmed. Like, that's insane to me.
0: It's super like manic and constant. and Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they sound real. It sounds like a, an actual drummer on all of these songs. And maybe some of it is, but from what he was saying in the interviews, it, everything is programmed, which is just fucking bonkers. It makes me think back to, um, uh, what's that other? Unrequited. Unrequited. It makes me think back to that. And now I'm like, yeah. Wait. Were those programmed?
0: See, I have some thoughts on on, on that as well, because he, he really only considers himself a keyboardist mm-hmm. and a vocalist. Mm-hmm. And I... Maybe kind of philosophically or spiritually, which is, ooh, kill me dead by saying <laughs> those things. I don't know how I feel about... Like, I'd almost rather not know that something's programmed, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is very stupid. Maybe something addressed in the new Matrix movie. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Um, that The whole movie stems from, like, do we like rock music that's all programmed? <laughs> there is no drums.
1: Oh, like oh okay. Like the spoon. Okay, okay. You know? I like uh, it. You sure. He's like, I know Kung Fu. There is no drums. Yeah. <laughs> Uh I have one okay, I have two timestamps, one of which our listening audience has has already heard because it's at the beginning, highlighting yes. the drums. Very good. Uh the second uh I like it when the song slows down. Are we going to like one ten Uh
0: 115? I'll go to one ten though. Thanks for see, this is how people what's that word? <laughs> Compromise. Yes, yes. This is why me... where did you stop? Like one forty five?
1: Uh one forty four. Okay.
0: Yeah, that rocks. I like um I like the the double bass mm-hmm. with the slower piano melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's really cool. It's kinda like that, that German band Ertois. Oh, okay, yeah. But boy, they gotta put something new out. I hope they're working on something. I, I I wanna say I read that they are. I think I think I saw that too. Th- this song I really, really like this song. It wasn't the first song. It wasn't like the song that got me into them, but um, I was like, oh, that's right. They They were just released a single because I was just kind of trying to like get into albums and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I listen to the single. I was like, oh, this fucking rocks. I, this is an interesting, like maybe like di- divergent point for us because mm-hmm. I think I really like and maybe only like black metal <laughs> in, in terms of like just the metal genre. I mean, uh-huh. like, are we, it depends on like how much you want to file elder under metal. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I mean, what's,
1: what's Agaloc? It's black metal. I mean, it's U S black metal, progressive black metal. Yeah. I mean, yada, certainly yada, it certainly
0: has a, some like prog rock,
1: mm-hmm. hard rock type stuff in it. It's, it's not this. Yeah. Um, same thing with Alcest. I mean, it, it kind of yeah. started as a black metal band and has become much more interesting. Do you like the song Eclosion
0: on the second track off uh, Kodama? Yeah, I'd like
1: that album start to finish.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's fucking (laughs) masterpiece. Why haven't we done an Alcest episode? We
1: need to do an Alcest month or at least episode.
0: Alcestual something. (laughs) To be continued that thought. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Alcestual relations like incest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like that song, uh, Eclosion, uh-huh. which I, I, I really like because I know I can, s- I'm saying it perfectly. Um, <laughs> the like the middle of that song, like from the middle of that song, like it slows down and then it hits this. Oh, m- like maybe my, one of my favorite parts of any song mm-hmm. is is the middle, and I guess kind of to the end of that song. But I feel like that's very black metal. Mm-hmm. And and what makes it so great for, I think maybe more accessible than your average black metal track is it is so, so, so melodic. It is so cognizant of what is pleasing to the ear mm-hmm. while using all these staples of black metal, including very harsh vocals. Yes. yeah. The tremolo picking, the 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 blast beats, just all of it, and I kind of file this under the same lineage of black metal. Uh-huh. Another song that came to mind is a song by a band who I have not been able to really like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: save for this one song, and that's Generation by Liturgy. Oh, okay. I have
1: not. Are you familiar with that song? It, no, I. I've listened to them like maybe once or twice, a long, long time ago.
0: Let's let's listen to just uh, a little snippet of Generation. Just give it a sec. Jesus Christ! I forgot how long it takes to fucking get going. <laughs> Gonna scrub ahead a bit. That I mean, that song is like a lot of like building and ebbing and flowing off the mm-hmm. same same kind of idea. Sure, but it's it's very constant and very fast paced like ergeist is mm-hmm. um that's very fun to say yeah what did you think so anyway I, I do think the song is very melodic i think there is a lot to like hold on to mm-hmm. like there like there's some some bands some songs you i'm just like i don't know what
1: to grasp onto yeah that's kind of how i feel about the song i feel like this is a kitchen sink song where there's just everything there I kind of just was waiting for the rest of the playlist every time because this thing, this song rather kind of does this same thing the whole time. The, the kick drum is that the whole time for the most part. And there's interesting things here and there, but nothing ever really, it was almost impossible for me to, to like take timestamps on this one uh, because it's just a barrage of, all of this stuff. And that's one Hmm. of the things that's off putting to me about black metal whenever I try a new black metal band. And that's why I tend to go for the Agalox and the Alcests and Lantelos and, you know, those kind of things that are going off in these different directions. And I, that's not to say that Thy catapult doesn't do that because Jesus Christ, the rest of this playlist. But for this song, if every song was like this, I would not be into this band. I don't think. I don't know that I would, I would like if, if I was like you where I think, no, you said this wasn't the first song, but if this were the first song I heard and wasn't committed to doing this podcast, if I heard this song, I would be like, I'm not going to listen to that.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, One of the cool things about this band, about this artist is there's really not one song that is indicative or completely encapsulating of none of their all of these
1: songs could be different bands and i would be like oh yeah that's a different band
0: and even on from like you listen to an album like there will be a song that's maybe for him kind of straight ahead Mm -hmm. black metal Mm -hmm. and then the next song has chanting and non-traditional for for maybe like English-speaking black metal, non-traditional instrumentation, sure. and things like that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be a little snobby for a second. Like, I, I'm i certainly not a black metal snob. My, <laughs> my knowledge, my education on the genre is not mm-hmm. robust. I am mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, I like what I like. I guess I'll make kind of a weird analogy here. Like, I don't like dance music or like, you know, EDM. Sure. Do people still say or make techno? I don't know. I think so, um,
1: in some form or another.
0: But, like, I remember talking to a friend who was into that, and he even was moderately successful as a DJ. Mm-hmm. And I remember once I'm being like, I just don't get it. It seems like they just start with this one melody, and then, you know, 15 seconds later comes this beat, and then 15 seconds later it comes in this. And he's like, uh, he was just kind of like, there's obviously a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I feel about songs like this or maybe black metal in in general, where it's like, I I, I totally get what you're saying Mm -hmm. about, oh, this song is kind of samey. And this is not to be a dick or to say like, you can't grasp this. But I do feel like if you listen to it enough or if you kind of like know what you're listening for you do kind of pick up the nuances and the ebbs and flows and like the parts that are being added and and, and taken away because I do like I do have timestamps for the song and I mean you already played one of them that I do like that that kind of like breakdown Mm -hmm. piano part Mm -hmm. there's when the piano first comes in at like 43 seconds I almost got these like old like old 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 school like not opera what am I what am I thinking of like orchestral like what what's like peter and the wolf what is that what is that called
1: i don't like yeah orchestral like folky i don't know. but yeah. it's
0: like but it's like a it's not a musical but it, is yeah. it a play is peter and the wolf a play sure. i don't know yeah. well not sure because that might be wrong <laughs> but anyway so is, is it well, what's that that piece is it flight of the
1: bumblebee oh is that a thing uh, yeah, something along those lines, Flight of the Bumblebee. The thing that Ben Folds played. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't, you don't remember this? this. I think that's on the live album. Doesn't he play that? Maybe. All I remember is a very sad story about
0: Brick. Oh so sad. Um anyway, but like in in a general sense, this timestamp gave me Flight of the Bumblebee vibes. Okay. Also okay. it I, might not be Flight of the Bumblebee. Flight of the Concords. that that quick little like piano like
1: yeah what it also makes made me think it's, think it's like a character every time was uh in uh, late high school uh my friends were in a band and they did a cover of the phantom of the opera theme mm-hmm. and they they had a keyboard in the band and uh the piano solo or whatever in that because they played it fast because it was a punk band yada yada remind and so every time i heard that i i thought of big deal playing phantom of the opera (laughs) big deal that's a good name they changed Um, it to a worse name coast office (laughs) no speeding in the rain
0: why have i heard of that
1: because you're friends with me okay i wouldn't know them otherwise uh they broke up in 2002
0: okay flight of the bumblebee is a composition by nikolai rimsky korsakov Korsa- Korsakov probably. Sure. Uh, Flight of the Bumblebee is an orchestral interlude written by him for his opera, The Tale of Tsar Salton, composed in 99... 1900. 99 zero, zero. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> its composition is intended to musically evoke the seemingly chaotic and rapidly changing flying pattern of a bumblebee. Yeah. Which that song does. I'm going to stand by that,
1: yeah. I totally agree. So,
0: so stuff like that, I... I find cool and it it keeps me engaged and I guess not thinking it's the same, Mm -hmm. Um, but I I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, Last thing I'll say, what, what do you think of the vocals in this song?
1: They sound like black metal vocals.
0: And do you think they're like, they just sound pretty standard Mm run-of-the-mill black metal Mm -hmm. vocals? Okay. Because I don't like a lot of black metal
1: vocals. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But like, I mean, I know the raspy thing is like a big part of it, but like this is raspy, but also like, maybe it's the way it's mixed. It's like kind of buried a little bit. It's not super discernible. I got to be honest. I can't even understand what he's saying. (laughs) Um, and so I, I don't know that I've heard metal vocals quite like this before, but that again shows that I am working with a
1: limited knowledge base of black metal. It's very well produced. It's very well put together. I mean, it's not off putting the way a lot of black metal vocals can be, especially like older stuff, like stupid Burzum and whatever. Um, (laughs) terrible band name, by the way,
0: stupid (laughs) Burzum. That's, (laughs) that's the Nathan Fielder black metal project. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my girlfriend will like that joke if A, she listens to this and B, is still my girlfriend.
1: Hi, Shooka's girlfriend.
0: Hi. Or also, uh, uh, notes to cut if necessary. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, they just to me, they just sound like regular black metal vocals, but okay. not in a bad way. If that. Okay. Yeah. I could see like an album having this song on it and then the next track doing a little bit more. Uh, and how that would all kind of come together to make a very cohesive story or album or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. looking at each of these songs individually though, it's just, it doesn't quite work for this Danny right here.
0: Okay. Well, that was Danny, the word guy Mm -hmm. on song, the Erdgeist. Yep.
1: Yep. next song uh the next song off of 2016's meta uh, is going to oh, be here we go. titled um Sirili?
0: So here's what we're gonna do, Sarah Lee,
1: <laughs> the, the like baked goods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> named for my favorite dessert, uh, my favorite frozen pie brand, Sarah Lee.
0: Here's what we're gonna do. We are going to uh, translate these these song titles. Okay. Okay, Danny, I want you to tell me when to stop. This is good. This is this is the translation for our first track, Erdgeist. Okay. Stop. Uh Erdgeist translates roughly mm-hmm. to Stonehaven medic. Sure. Yeah. And Surly
1: mm-hmm.
0: is Stop. Obviously. I mean you can kind of tell if you know anything about Uh, Latin, which I don't believe Hungarian derives from. (laughs) Devil Thorn Fox. Oh,
1: mm -hmm. that's pretty. Devil Thorn Fox. Oh, aren't we learning? Thorn Fox. I like it. Not bad. Along with this song, I got to tell you, after hearing the first song, and then this starts in, uh, I'm just going to skip... Depending on how long my uh, intro clip is, the listening audience may have already heard this. But boy, I was not expecting to hear things like this. Sorry that no one else could see that, but Dante was doing a very sensual snake dance while I was playing that
0: when I was fa- snake dance. <laughs> when I was facing the camera, maybe it's because I could see myself uh-huh. I kind of felt like I had some rhythm going between <laughs> hips and upper body. and then I turned around and I was like, "How do these move
1: <laughs> yeah from from the last song, which is a complete barrage of double bass and fast-picked guitar and uh, bumblebees flying around down to this like down-tempo Portishead meets Sublime bass line. D- I, at, at 107 that bass makes me think of the song April 29th 1992 by Sublime and I listened to it to confirm and they are different but it still makes me think of that so there you go. I'm going to give you Sublime one of these days. How familiar are you no. with them? Enough to have an opinion. Oh. 40 Ounces to Freedom and their self-titled album. Very good. Cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah, just completely different band, completely different song, and not at all what I was expecting after hearing the first song.
0: Should say this is off of 2016's Meta. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, you did say that? Mm-hmm. Good. Well, because you should have. So good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny because I my first note is like this, in the context of this playlist, is a much more traditional song intro mm-hmm. compared to the first song, though it's also for our ears, not traditional. Yeah. Yeah. If that tracks. Yeah. By the way, this the album art very Midsommar. I know.
1: I don't I, know if you. I really like the album art on all of these. albums. It's very cool. Yeah. But very yes, cool. Very Midsommar. What do you think about like the, there's like the splashes
0: of waves in the background? Yeah, it's like great. The I love it. that. I
1: love. I love the whole thing. It's a whole atmosphere, and then it's a whole mood. It's a mood, and then another thing I was just not expecting after black metal barrage on the last song we have a folk tale feeling lyrics and singing It's just a really interesting blend of like this folk stuff and then this like really quiet, overdriven guitar lead that comes in uh, and then the piano. And it's just such an interesting blend of things I was not expecting to hear, especially after, well, first looking at like the album art and stuff, I was like, okay, this looks like some weird metal band, which is cool. Uh, And then hearing the first song, which is kind of what I was expecting to hear. Uh, and then leading into this, which is completely different, and I absolutely love it. I think it's fucking great.
0: I think in some ways he's doing the same thing in different ways. In that there's a lot of changes in the song, yeah. but these these the changes in this song are more obvious. Mm-hmm. And like the 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 vocals that you just played are so. I this isn't another song as well, but like I don't know if it's just like. Their voices and in a later song, I think it's just one mm-hmm. one voice mm-hmm. it's just one singer and there's I think maybe three right now if it's like just how pretty their voices are, if it's the 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 melody or the the style I don't know like timbre, I don't fucking know <laughs> but like they're and at the risk of sounding very ignorant, um which should be a disclaimer for every one of our episodes ever yeah,
1: it's our subtitle. Um, <laughs>
0: like, I don't know if it's that, if there's some sort of Hungarian, Central European flair or style, like, is is there something about the way they sing? Mm -hmm. You know, is is there some sort of like, traditional singing style that that we're hearing? Am I just being thrown off by cool album art that I'm reading too much into? Or if it's the fact that it's being sung in a different language. But like, it's so... Possibly, yeah. It's so gorgeous, and it's like alluring to me and that's not because it, it's, it's like really females is. but like it's
1: yes absolutely because i when it first came on i was uh i was reminded of like the there's like a few wolves in the throne room songs where they'll have uh i think it's the woman from the band worms or a will come in and, and do some vocals and i never really liked those songs and i feel like there was a. Uh, Wasn't there an obsequy song with, uh, like the outro or intro or something like that had some like female, like chanting type vocals. I mean, boy, that, Um, that sounds right. I, I can't recall. Um, but there's something about the, the way they sing that is just, yeah, it's, it's enchanting. It's great. I, I love it. Uh, I was glad that there was more than one song that you gave me with the, uh, I don't know if it's the same people, but the style of vocals is yeah. perfect for this, for this song. I like that he's taking these obviously like traditional from his culture uh, influences, putting them in here and it works probably the best I've heard any metal band do. That is do that very kind
0: of cool to, to hear because you would know much better than I because you've just been listening to into this genre of music for a long time. And I was kind of worried like, Ooh, I really like this, but is it because this is the only version of this I've really heard, mm-hmm. but I don't really know if it's
1: the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the, the ones that I've heard before, it's always like still a black metal song, but they'll have a traditional instrument or something or, or they'll do an album that is just folk music. Like I don't, I have no idea how to pronounce the band name, but drug or something like that. Mm-hmm. They'll have some, they'll do some folky stuff every once in a while, but they'll do a full album of it Yeah, to where there's like little to no metal in, involved. And he or he or they, or, or, you know, I don't know how much, uh, he's letting people have their own creative, uh, license or whatever. It's most, I feel like it's mostly him, but he is able to blend the metal and the traditional stuff very well together. Uh, and it's great. I, in the interview I was just watching, I sent you the screenshot of the guy with a fucking Led Zeppelin poster on his wall. Cause I thought it was dumb. <laughs> um, Cause I'm an asshole. <laughs>
0: you're not, I don't know that you're wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the guy said to him, he's, he was like, uh, I know you really don't like this term, but I I feel like there's a bit of a musical genius or something like that. And of course he didn't, he didn't agree and all that, but, but he's correct. He, this dude's a fucking genius.
0: There's, there's the type of genius like Joe Satriani where you can do anything. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then there's the type of genius that is actual, I think true genius where you are inspired, you have a vision and you make the right quote unquote, right choices. Yeah, And that's what Thomas Katai does and people of that ilk where it's, Oh, they are putting things together that would never cross most people's minds.
1: Um, And, and what I like more about this than, um, unrequited is that they're kind of in the same vein where it's these kind of single virtuoso type people making these, making tons of music where, um, unrequited is kind of doing everything himself Mm -hmm. this guy writes a lot of it himself but he pulls in other people to do things he's got uh he's like well i can't play the lute or whatever (laughs) so i'm gonna you know find someone who knows how to play it or the violin or cello or trumpet he
0: brought up in an interview yeah yeah
1: trumpet like all these different instruments and i really i appreciate that a lot more than uh well i don't know how to play this but uh you know, I can program it into, you know, my keyboard.
0: Right. Uh, another thing he said that is really cool is he he's very big on like letting the creative process happen organically. Yeah. And he said in the first interview, I guess the only interview I sent you, I, I then listened to a, a separate one, not the one you sent me the screenshot of, but uh, Led Zeppelin, even though some of their songs are good, uh, Led Zeppelin is dumb. Yeah, it's a dumb yeah. band. Agreed. But uh, he he said, you know, okay, so I think a, I think a trumpet sounds right here. So I'm going to bring in this person to play trumpet, and then that yeah. person, you know, sends him the trumpet track, and he lets that inspire him to add to the song. He's like, oh, yeah. now yeah. I will do this here, and and mm-hmm. so while mm-hmm. he, it's not like he's. He's not like uh, the David Mamet of black metal where he (laughs) writes it all out. You have to say your lines exactly how they're written. There is no room for improvisation or anything. He's very like, let's see where this takes us and we will get it right. And so Mm -hmm. even though he's like the, he is the catafalque, it's, he's fairly collaborative. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. He was fucking cool to watch in interviews because like you said, he's very subdued, he's very humble. Yeah. He I'm jealous because he has he seems to have a pretty good understanding of who he is and how he operates, Mm. uh, Mm. but not at all in a arrogant or above it all smug type of way. Exactly. Well, I I wanna let's not get away from the music. Um I would love to play a timestamp at two twenty two. Okay. How does that
1: work for you? Allow it. Okay. My next one is at 2.13, but we can well, uh, just well, do 2.22. I, I think that'll yeah. work. Hey, I'm, I'm going to scrub right back to 2.13. This is teamwork, guys. This right here, we're making the dream work. I was going
0: to say the same thing except try to squeeze in uh, team theater makes the dream theater. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. 2.13. Big, meaty fucking chords.
1: Big, meaty chords, a great-sounding synthesizer. Boy, do I love all the synth on this playlist, Dante.
0: I thought you might. It it comes up again later where I was going to address it specifically. But um, a little sneak preview to what's coming in a couple months, but some of what he does in very tiny snippets, just little (laughs) licks, little taste. I hear some Coheed. Sure, sure. I could total,
1: that, that that synth like, right there. muted rhythm. <popps> oh,
0: sure. That that too. But even that synth. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what song am I thinking of? Is it? Bum 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 bum. Oh, it's Welcome Home. Bum 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 bum. And there's that synth. Is it synth or like a chorus or vocals? Is it str- strings? I'll I think get it. it be um, string. Uh, uh, let me keep guessing. Um, Kazoo. <laughs> Uh, it's someone just with that like ball and paddle thing in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's dun 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 dun, and it goes oh or
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah strings, vocals. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure you're right. Somewhere between strings and, and vocals, in there somewhere. But anyway, Strung, Strunkles.
0: <laughs> Did you just read a magic card? <laughs> strunkles revenge. My my next one. Uh, is all the way at 412. 401. I'll go to 401, baby. Very cool guitar build. I love that part where the rest of the music drops out just for yes. a couple bars. There's some like old world Alcest here yeah, where yeah. there's just, uh-huh. there's a lot of cool parts. There's a lot of parts, first of all. Mm-hmm. They're all cool, um, but it has <laughs> that like pretty distinctive, like, I, I I don't know how much to generalize. But it has a distinctive what we can, I assume, is a Hungarian, like, tinge to it, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is very pleasing to these yeah. dumb American ears. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, the the leads are great there. I love that slow, palm-muted rhythm that's going. I'm not going to be able to not think of it as a Coheed thing every time now, but but I'm totally fine with that. Oh, yeah. And every time the synth comes in make gives me joy. Do you have any more timestamps
0: for this song? I do not. I have one more. Okay. Uh it is just a very quick guitar lick I guess that's more than a lick. It's it's yeah. a little showmanship there. Yeah. But that was the first time in this playlist, and then I went back and like applied it to other things, but it was the first time mm-hmm. where I was like, Claudio? <laughs> it was a little unexpected, but yeah. not unwelcome. Uh, yeah, just like not quite a solo, but it, it could have been one if he wanted it to be.
1: Yeah, somewhere between a lick and a lead.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, I, I cause th- there's not much of that. There's not like s- big solos in these songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's true. Like throughout the albums, it's not like there's no Joe Satriani on any no, of these no, tracks. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's another thing I really liked about this is none of it is very showy. It's very,
0: do we know, I, I guess I probably could have done a deeper dive. Cause I, he was asked in an interview, he goes like, you know, you're pretty much keyboards and guitar. hmm that the interview said that the interviewer said that and Tomas was like, well, like keyboards really. So is he playing guitar
1: on these tracks? Is it programmed through keys? From what I gathered, uh, he does play guitar. He does. He did say at one point he doesn't play very well. Um, so I don't know if he's doing those <sighs> leads and stuff, but, uh, he could also just be, uh, very modest. Yeah. You know?
0: That's what so, I want to believe that he just mm-hmm. he fucking rips, and he's like, I don't know, I, I'm it's in it's in a uh, Wayne's world right where, Garth <laughs> I like to play
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly uh, yeah it but it does it does sound like he is kind of traditionally or started off as a piano or keyboard player and then picked up a guitar later a little bit later on yeah, but I mean um, he's been doing it for however many years, so I'm sure he's gotten better, you know, enough to play these these leads and stuff like that.
0: Right. And I guess we should say that, like, he's been a musician since, like, the mid-'90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, first albums came out in, like, 99 and mm-hmm. 03 or something like that. Um, so he's been doing this for a while. I think he, I, want, I want to say he's maybe in his mid-'40s. Probably, um, He's yeah. He's probably, you know, maybe, like, five years or so older than you cuz he's talking about those being like maybe 11 and 12 and playing late 80s computer games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a little
1: bit older than, than this old man.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's it for uh 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 <laughs> Devil <laughs> Thorn Fox. Uh, shit. Uh-huh.
1: Something like that?
0: No. 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 Look through the whole deck. No. 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 That's cool. <laughs> This is what happened when you uh, replaced your had to replace your toilet.
1: <laughs> Costly plunder.
0: <laughs> well, anywho, anyway, is that is is that it for yeah? Sorali? From
1: from uh, somewhere between Portishead and Coheed and Cambria, we're moving somewhere between Go- Gojira and System of a Down. With oh boy,
0: <laughs> this is my this is my favorite brev- beverage in the summer. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, and Nothing say like it
1: now. nothing like popping open a jed fresco. You know, take that one more time. <laughs> S- smam-, <laughs> smam-, smam 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 smod- fresco.
0: Wait, how do you, how are you spelling it? I wonder if I wrote it. Down I
1: may right. have misspelled it. I uh, have, S- Sizmo Jed Fresco, Jama Jed
0: Fresco, Jamahed. I don't know if their J's are, are soft. I know they're right north of Serbia, In Serbia the J's are soft.
1: Oh, uh, Okay, well the, it's if it, if they're north of Serbia, it's probably a little colder, so the the J's are going to be a colder. They're going to freeze. Frozen, yeah. yeah. So the J's freeze in winter. So, System of a Down, Gojira, Gojira. and a bit of Zao too, but that doesn't come until later.
0: And I, I have another one for you, but we'll wait till we get to a timestamp.
1: Okay, but that intro that everyone just heard—they've got the Gojira rhythm going on, and then at around twenty-two seconds, I was reminded of good old Sod. I was trying to think of a way to uh, to do. We have to find the whales, but with a. Uh, with a surge uh, accent or voice or something we have to find the whales <laughs> that's uh that's just the B52s <laughs> oh my god it's great it it's got like this technical metal feel to it without the tech part and cuz there's no like yeah it's Three songs from the same band that are completely different. They go from black metal to this folky, down-tempo, progressive metal thing, and now they're this other whatever, and it's great. The drumming is fucking amazing. I still can't believe it's programmed. The next thing I wasn't expecting to hear on this playlist was Robo Voice. It's cool. It's fucking great. Like it's good. It's I mean, yeah, that's exactly what he should have done there. He nailed it. I, he nailed it. I love that he did it.
0: I don't understand the uh, the meme. Like, I don't know where it comes from, but uh, Tomash understood the assignment.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what he, that's from? What is I that? don't. Have you heard people say that before or like write tweet it? Uh, I don't probably, but it okay. makes sense. He understood the assignment. Yes. <laughs> so that, that after, so
0: I was going to do a different vocal snippet, but mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh,
1: Cynic. I am not very familiar with that band. I, I'm not familiar with that band pretty much whatsoever. Oh, I thought you were. I may have listened to him once, maybe. So, well, so. guess, guess what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> guess what's happening at the end of this episode. Hmm. Um,
0: I could come up with a pretty rockin' cynic playlist for you pretty easily. Or maybe they're not rockin'. Who knows? I don't want to
1: say. a pretty boring cynic playlist.
0: A real cynical playlist. Um, I can give you the extreme song uh, called Cynical. Sure. um, Which I may have sent you like a clip of one time, like a screen recording. I don't remember. Mm, I don't Um, know. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. But uh, after the vocals, there's... I think there's like three guitars going on after mm-hmm. that part. There's the like chuggy one. And then there's the angular one that's like, do, 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 do. I, I mm-hmm. can never do the notes right with my <laughs> <laughs> Um And then there's the one that's like doing like the tremolo picking kind of like, uh, I think this is probably offensive. The like uh, snake charmer melody <laughs> type of yeah, yeah, uh, scale or whatever. And then there's that like kind of just very brief like math rocky bump 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 like that kind mm-hmm. of like breaks yeah. up the yeah. the the different parts. There's like so many things going on, but it doesn't feel overwhelming to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: no something like that.
1: There's a shit ton of stuff going on, and but it works really well. It doesn't, yeah, like just like you said, it doesn't feel overwhelming. Let's go now on up to 247. Hell yeah.
0: I had 248, but I guess I have time for this extra (laughs) second.
1: turns into a Zao song all of a sudden and with the beep 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 and like the super gated guitar and oh and that rhythm and the fucking bell all the bell hits. You know I love a bell hit.
0: At that part, like or at that point of the song just like thus begins like a minute long outro with like four different yeah cool things. Um will you will you go to three sixteen? Sure. This is like the second outro riff. And then 327. And then Big Finish.
1: So great. So great. Rocks. Oh, Uh, my God. I love when the synth comes in uh, doing the same thing as the guitar, too. mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. And when it all cuts out but the synth. Yeah, yeah. I
0: don't know that he or you or I appreciate this, but it uh, reminds me of the only Rammstein song I know.
1: Oh, well. Um, One more Rammstein song that I know.
0: Oh, next playlist. (laughs) I'm just going to say it's a cynic song. Okay. We haven't done that. We haven't lied yet on on an episode. That'd be fun. Which one of these songs is not the same band? Uh, Oh... So, this is off the 2018 album Geometria. Uh Uh-huh. Look at this Geometria (laughs) t-shirt.
1: Oh, my God. That's amazing. What? What? It's great. It's perfect. It's a leading Cambria shirt.
0: Basically, it's it's a <laughs> I think I had that shirt. I did as well, and maybe like a track jacket type of thing, which was sure, in vogue yeah. at the time. Uh yeah, just a
1: just a dragonfly. Okay. Are we ready for uh our next song? Yes, sir. Uh off of twenty twenties knave uh Embersoyum Kalaka. kalaka <laughs> Like, yeah, that one. You want to give it a go?
0: emersolium Kalaka. okay probably better than i did i would probably say 2020s i might say like naive but that's just because i know the english word that Uh usually has an e at the end oh okay Uh, okay. i I have no idea
1: another great song gives me big um ost vibes like this could easily be a, a game soundtrack OST. Oh, okay, gotcha, Original gotcha. Yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially the intro. And hey, he even talked, on the podcast I listened to, he talked about how he would love to do a soundtrack for something. So oh. he's got the the best song here to, to start with, anyway.
0: What what part of the uh, soundtrack intro do you like better? The, the very opening sci-fi intro, or like 20 seconds in when it's uh, a Western?
1: It's a Western, it's fucking... Uh, somebody remaking firefly oh there you go there you go fuck yeah or somebody does a, a a new space western or maybe uh maybe he'll do the music for the upcoming live action cowboy bebop that's okay. a space westerny as well
0: um hey so i just realized we forgot to for our non-hungarian speaking friends we forgot to translate. Oh shit! The third song, and then the current song we're on. So, um, my friend, go ahead and stop. So the the previous song, uh, Jamo Je Jed Fresco," uh, is an easy translation. Everybody knows this. To forsaken sanctuary, you could convince me. <laughs> okay, uh, and for "Emersolium."
1: It's <laughs> Look, who's What that? is Loss? Dante. Dante. <laughs> Sorry, we're taking so long. We just, we can't stop talking about toilets. Can I use that? Sure, you can use it real quick so Dante can say hello. Hi, Dante. Hi, Lossa.
0: <laughs> How are hello. you? Hi, can Good, good. I like your shirt. Thanks. You're welcome. Who is that on your shirt? Baby Yoda. Lassa, you rock. Thank you for saying hi to me. It was nice to
1: see you. Okay, go. Go play. I love you. you, you shut the door on your way out.
0: <laughs> okay, we, we are now uh, gonna, you know what, let me let me grab a a new stack. I have fucking 5,000 to choose from. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, did you buy more?
0: <laughs> um, all right. Tell me when to stop. Uh, Stop. So Emersolium Kalaka is Hungarian for Death Cult Rogue. Ooh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Death Cult and then in
0: parentheses Rogue. Rogue. Yeah. Um, do, do you get parentheses on Apple Music? Because I, I get like a... I did get parentheses. A, really? I get a big fucking dash.
1: Mm, big fucking loser of a dash.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to take any shit from some Apple Music user.
1: Yeah, at least... Uh, this this oh, yeah, weird.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Very fucking cool artwork. Every All these albums have such great artwork, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. One thirty
1: three is my first timestamp. I don't know. That
0: is my first as well. <gasps> Twinsies. But b- before that, Danny, does this song have anything that you like that you noticed before one thirty
1: three? A bunch of fucking synthesizer. <laughs>
0: a fucking synth
1: yeah yeah i'm a simp for synth yep that's a thing people say right
0: you're a basinth bitch
1: yep yep bitch. (laughs) all right let's hear 133 because that part's great okay okay
0: Why'd you stop it? Oh, okay.
1: So I should have rewound a little bit more, and so I'll probably put a little extra when I drop it into the track. But I love that um, the synth is going with the drums, the drums, and then the vocals come in, and for one measure or whatever, the synth keeps going, while the vocals are going to, and then the synth drops out on the at the end of that measure. And I, I really like that it's not just, okay, a synth part is happening. Okay, cut that off. And now the vocals are happening. I like that they blend them together for that measure. And then it's like a nice transition into the next part. Very well thought out. This guy knows what he's doing.
0: A, a perfect genius. Mm-hmm. He would be the first to tell you. Perfect genius. <laughs> yep, yep, He's got a shirt that says it i think it's very cool how like for a while in this song it just alternates between the vocals like just over drums and mm-hmm. like fucking like flutes and yeah whatever yeah, yeah, that, is. What that is <laughs> and then and then it'll add like all the rock instrumentation and it's boy what would how would a smart person describe it so
1: I'm trying do, to. Do you want me to get Amanda in here, or?
0: But yeah, it's just. Um, I, I guess just the song structure is yeah, really like you said, it's really well thought out.
1: It's really well thought out. It's kind of this constant build up to the last like 30 seconds of the song or so, where it turns into like just a straight rock song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's really interesting. This could easily be pieced apart into the soundtrack of something. I don't really have much else to say other than I fucking love it. Well, speaking of soundtracks,
0: speaking of video games, Mm -hmm. I mean, we were like a long time ago speaking. Sure, sure, sure. Here is 305. Okay. And we're going to highlight the part where the vocals cut out and then there's some cool ass whistling synth or something. I don't know how, I don't know anything that's going on, (laughs) but here we go. I
1: think that's a, it, has just a, a, a v- flute or something
0: yeah maybe do you think it's an actual flute or do you think it's i I think it is
1: it doesn't sound like a like a synth
0: it's it's very cool and it has a little bit of that like western vibe to it Mm -hmm. but i can also totally see listening to that while doing epic shit in skyrim totally totally yeah yeah and but here's here's how to make good music uh Play Skyrim and see if it fits with whatever you're like. <laughs> If it does, that's a tight yeah. ass track. <laughs> um, and then I mean, I'll let you take it wherever you want to go. But I don't have anything until that last like 30 seconds of the song. That yeah, talking that's about. that's
1: all I've got left. Is is uh, the end of this song is fucking. It's the balls, man.
0: It is in the balls.
1: So fucking great.
0: It's the real sperm producer of the song. <laughs> like if you think about it. Yeah. Like you get everything you need in less than five minutes. Uh-huh. That's actually a, a note I have is I can't believe this song's only 4.17. All of
1: these songs are way too short. They should at least be twice as long.
0: And I mean, I-, I certainly would be okay with that. And you would kind of expect that going into like, artsy quote unquote, yeah. weird artsy metal yeah but all these songs are like really tight and mm-hmm. but
1: they feel grander yeah how long is this playlist like 20 minutes or something 22 minutes yeah, yeah it, i would i would not complain if these songs were longer most likely well, maybe the first one See, l- I, I disagree. I
0: will listen to that song a few times in a row because I just love that. Yeah. Like,
1: Unless it like pace was longer and it did something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you want to finish this bad boy off?
0: I do. And I just realized I put away my translation cards. The fuck, man. I got to. Off gotta
1: of move. 2021's Vadok, Vadok, uh, vadic maybe? I don't know. Kosontist Ahansh Dalt
0: Tomas? Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> final song which you just said and i will translate for our listeners stop
1: doing this <laughs> i gotta use all these cards man <laughs> you gotta use them somehow okay what do you got uh, so this
0: song that i don't even need to repeat because we all know what it is Ooh, creepy imagery is uh scurs Supplicant. supplicant hmm.
1: didn't end on a winner no all right, dude. Last song. Last song, a.k.a., I believe, I think, mm-hmm. my favorite. Love yeah. it. Wow.
0: I'm kind of surprised. I thought you were going to pick one of the uh, more like kind of like artsy, folksy ones, like either Sorali or um, Emersolium Kalaka.
1: I mean, I feel like it could be any of these songs except for the first. You okay over there? Yeah? Got an mm-hmm. owie?
0: I hit my thumb real hard on my desk.
1: Oh, like a regular uh, Jimmy Fallon over there.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm as unfunny, but not as likable. Okay, okay.
1: Um, so something I didn't think I would ever want to hear, but whatever weird bagpipe sound this is in a metal song. Yeah, so electric ocarina. Maybe. Not a thing.
0: We're, we're pretty sure, sure it's not a thing. Sure.
1: Into some serious uh, gish Siamese dream era Smashing Pumpkins rhythm guitar.
0: Oh, uh, I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even cross my mind. Shame. Uh, me.
1: All the way to something that, I mean, sure, I fucking. A synth dive bomb. I I said 102, the synth dive bomb, question mark, question mark, explanation point, question mark, exclamation point. (laughs) Be still my heart. Claudio? 100%. (laughs) Claudio. And the solo later
0: that happens. I don't know what it is that makes that makes it Claudio or Coheed Guitar, but it is. It just
1: sounds like something they would do.
0: And then, yeah, and, and then the vocals start. And, and this is where I was really like, I am transfixed on whatever it is about these
1: vocals. Yeah, yeah. It's it's totally... And I think the
0: melody more so on this one than uh, Surly, mm. Surally. I think the melody is really cool. And I, I want to believe that there's something distinctly mm. European or distinctly Hungarian about what I'm hearing yeah. in the vocals.
1: Yeah. The vocals are great. I don't really know what else to say other than I love it.
0: Well, one thing I think maybe we can mention about the vocals and it's not specific to this song, uh-huh. but um, in, in the first interview I watched, the interviewer wasn't great, but he was saying how, you know, to me, you know, I, I, we've had this conversation before Danny where he's like hey, what what do you think about you know some of these songs like the the vocals just kind of i think of them as another instrument and Tomas or Toma was like well yeah cuz you can't understand what i'm saying <laughs> uh, but he he said in a very funny way he goes like you know and that he goes and that's unlucky for for those who don't understand <laughs> hungarian but in the, their first couple albums or his first couple albums as Thy Catafolk, he thought that Hungarian lyrics uh, sounded stupid in black metal. Oh, really? So their first couple albums are in English. Uh Uh And then he said, a couple albums in, he realized, no, no, no. Hungarian lyrics aren't stupid. The lyrics of the Hungarian black metal bands he was listening (laughs) to were stupid. And he was like, if I just don't write stupid lyrics... Yeah, yeah. They won't sound stupid. And I got to say, I don't disagree with any of his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And he said that was obviously much more organic to him and he could express himself without having to translate. Yeah, yeah. And make sure his phrasing was correct and all that stuff, which totally makes sense.
1: I like that he's not the main singer, too. I like that there's different people coming on to do the vocals. Uh, especially that robot. It's it's cool that he's employing a robot on the, the third song, I think. That's, yep. <laughs> that was fucking stupid. Uh, uh, Eastern
0: Europe, but West World? Ooh. It's actually Central Europe. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Geometria. I should enroll in Geographia. <laughs> Geometro? I should drive a Geometro. <laughs> Um, I only have one more. Me too. 153.
1: Where? Oh, no. This is great. I have a different one. You go first, Okay, 153. We've got a nice quiet break. Not too big on the solo, but it doesn't last too long, so... vocals are so fucking good when they came in right at the end there. Yeah, the, the solo's a little cheesy, but uh, it doesn't take away from anything.
0: It is. It's the only, like, sort of, like, standard-sounding, like, rock or metal thing he does. Yeah. But because it's so brief, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Where did you cut out there?
1: That was 221.
0: Okay. I'm going to pick it up at 244. Okay. There's this very cool, like, vocal... Bridge, or I don't know what you would call it, (laughs) and then yeah, just gets back into that. Cool ass yeah. bagpipe waccarina riff. Yeah.
1: It's fucking sick. Yeah, I I don't think I ever knew I needed to hear metal with all these weird instruments, but he's got the way of making it work perfectly. And I love it. And I am excited that we're done with this episode and I can go listen to full albums of theirs. Uh, how did you come across them, by the way? Is it was it just like a Spotify playlist kind of deal? It was, I think so.
0: in like I kind of feel like it must have been, mm-hmm. though I do, I can't remember exactly how it came about. I my brr, boy, fuck man, you, I don't know that you can go wrong with listening to Meta, Naive, or the new one mm-hmm. Vodak. Mm-hmm. There's a song. I just want to talk to you later uh, as a friend. Uh, there's a song on M- Meta called Ixion Dune. Mm-hmm. I-X-I-O-N space D-U-U-N. And both the U's have umlauts. Okay. So if there's one without umlauts, it's not that one. Okay. Uh, that... I'm pretty sure that song rocks. <laughs> You're um, pretty sure. Pretty sure I have this feeling that that song rocks, but yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong with, with any of those. Sweet, and You're going to go for a ride cause yeah, yeah, it, everything's a little bit different. I, I, would say maybe skip Geometria to be honest though. That song is really cool. That song is fucking great. Um, and you know what, maybe what's going to happen is you're going to listen to Geometria and then you're going to like give me the right end to that album. Oh, Maybe, maybe. So, Danny. Yeah. What do you give? How many seconds of our now
1: bygone summer? Mm-hmm. It is how a many seconds? Summer. Um, let me take a quick look at our spreadsheet here.
0: Yeah, take your goddamn time.
1: Many of these things I have not written down. The. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go. Okay. I gave OK Go 4.5. surprised. Yeah, you
0: really liked
1: OK You like OK Go more than I that do. Was, I just that think was a good fun. playlist. Uh, i got to go higher than Yezu, I think. Um, I'm going to go 4.2. 4.2. Okie dokie. Well, I I want to say
0: uh-huh. I don't have to give them seconds of summer, but I want to show you what I did give them. Okay. This is why you shouldn't be on bus rides uh, with a phone and a credit card. Oh, no. <laughs> I gave them three shirts of autumn. Nice. Three. <laughs> what do I need? I don't need three band shirts, period. <laughs> they Every medium is an actually an extra small. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why are band shirts always so much smaller <laughs> than they need to be? Uh, uh, but they, aside from, I did not get the dragonfly one. huh but they have some pretty cool designs. This is the first.
1: Very cool. Very cool.
0: It is a, uh, hand. a hand with some like sprouts coming out of the fingers and an apple in the palm, which I am just noticing for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> then this one reminded me of the, the black, maybe quarter zip, maybe I guess it was full zip, like track jacket, Koei track jacket I had with the... Dragonfly. Uh-huh. This is not the dragonfly. This is Ooh, that.
1: Nice. Hey, you can see
0: you too. Do you see yourself? I
1: do. I'm right on the bottom. Zoom. Oh. Zoom. Oh.
0: And then this one might be my favorite because okay. it's so fucking. Uh, yeah.
1: Whoa! I think that's my favorite that's, too. The, that's the, pretty fucking. Cool. The red one looks like a. Like an early aughts hardcore band uh, sure. shirt, that definitely looks like a metal, a metal logo. Uh,
0: there was a a movie I watched. It's a it's a slow burn kind of like slightly pagany horror movie mm-hmm. that had a sort of had a character with that. With, it's some sort of figure, but it has the antlers and mm-hmm. don't remember what it's called. Oh,
1: I was just and about to ask I remember you what it's. It was called.
0: It's 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 decent. um, Netflix pagan horror. It's it's going to show up with the ritual. It's not Black Forest. Uh, Ranking the scary six scariest pagan horror films. No, (laughs) but uh,
1: anyway, cool man. Um. Oh no! Uh Here we are. Here we are at the point where Dante. Needs to give me my next band. Where Tante scrambles and through. He is googling what is music. What what band should I podcast about?
0: Next time we meet, Danny, I will be punishing you with. Shuge's girlfriend was surprised to hear that I was a fan of the artist I am giving you next time, New York. By way of Atlanta, Georgia, run the jewels. Bye, everybody.
1: (laughs) Well, how does our song go? So, you've never listened to our podcast before, huh? Wait,
0: hold on. And the song just ends, and then you like splice in. Oh, I'm Dante. (laughs) Uh, I'm dumb. My dick's small. I'm stupid. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Hi, Lassa. Hey, Dante. Okay, bye. I said, I said, you know what I mean earlier? And I just don't know if I'm going to be able to get over that. So we might just need to take a break.
1: <laughs> it's been a while since you've, you've gotten better at that, at not saying that. Because I've I've gotten the habit of uh, starting I've, to edit them out.
0: I've fallen off the wagon. And I said, I, I was so self-conscious about the point I couldn't quite make that I left absolutely no space between the end of my almost point and the start of... Please validate me.